I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The price of succeeding in life is that you must carry with it the risk of failure. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game, DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to on a regular basis for accountability to make sure I'm staying consistent and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you going to write any more books? Answer to both of those questions are yes and hell yes. Let me tell you how you can do both in one shot. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you have the option of getting my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine that I'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university, where every month I'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth. I'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're going to get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university where, as I just said, every week I have a live training where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development where we get straight to the point. No bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show every single day. Now, you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0. That is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport and leading other people, as well as leading yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic. One called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, an ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind. All the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com if 
you a want to know if i'm going to write anymore yes i am i'm going to write as a matter of fact every month i'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused sharp and on point and b you want to work with me directly you want to be able to talk to me every week get your questions answered get your challenges handled and network and build relationships and connect with a community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are all of that happens in my bulletproof mastermind all information and you're going to get started by going to work on your game university.com right now you are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you're expecting to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, and mentalities, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is stop being safe. Stop being safe. I'll explain where this is coming from, why, and all of that, as usual, in a moment. But first of all, let me inform all of you or remind you, if you didn't know, that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out every single day for free to everyone who is in my text messaging community. I want to make sure that you are part of that community if you wish to be. And the way that you can become one is very simple. All you gotta do is pull out your phone, you already have it in your hand right now, and text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. Send me a text. You will be part of my texting community and every day you will receive the daily motivation text that I send out every morning, straight to your phone, free of charge. It's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. So hit me at that number again, 305-384-6894. Now this topic here today about stop being safe is a paradoxical approach to a counterintuitive approach for a paradoxical idea of how you can make things happen in life. Definition of the word safe, to be clear here, since I like to make sure I'm giving you definitions of words that I'm using, especially any word that maybe people can look at in different ways. Here's a definition that we are working from here today. Safe means protected from or not exposed to danger or risk, not likely to be harmed or lost. That is the definition of safe. Today, I'm going to tell you why you should stop trying to be this type of person. Stop trying to protect yourself from danger. Stop trying to avoid risk. Stop putting yourself in it or trying to put yourself in a position where you can't possibly be harmed or in a position where you can't possibly lose. Stop trying to do this. The reason why you should stop doing this, well, I'm going to give you some points to tell you why and why you should instead put yourself in a line of danger. Put yourself in the line of danger, risk, where you could possibly be harmed and in situations where you could possibly lose instead. I'm telling you to actually go towards the danger, go towards the problem, go towards the drama, go towards the threats. And I'm going to tell you exactly why that is as we get into our points, which is going to start right now. Point number one, topic once again is stop being safe. Number one, there is no reward without risk. Is there anyone listening to me who was not aware of this? That there is no reward without risk. Even though there are people out there who may try to tell you, I know there's some people in the entrepreneurship world who say things like, well, look, you don't have to go all in on your you know, entrepreneurial venture. You can keep working at your, if you have a full-time job and you're building your business as a side hustle, you can keep doing that. And then just build up the side hustle to where it's making more money than your regular job. And you got X number of dollars and X number of months of expenses stored away, et cetera, et cetera. 
And then when you're making enough, then you can safely go into doing your entrepreneurial thing full time. And then you're not taking on as much risk. And they say, well, you don't go along with the cliches that people tell you that it's risky to jump into entrepreneurship. And some people, there have been people I've heard many people talk about this. It's not necessarily true. It doesn't really work like that. There is some risk that you are taking on as soon as you walk away from something that is giving you a quote unquote guaranteed check, like a full time employment. I mean, it's not guaranteed. I mean, because that company can go out of business just like yours could. And then you get fired from there, unlike at a business or a job that you own, you can't get fired from. But there's no reward without risk. All right. You cannot get a high achievement in life without putting yourself in some position of danger or risk or harm or a position that you could possibly lose. So this is just a principle of life. No matter what people tell you, and even I, we can tell you things that can help you mitigate the risk so that you are taking on less risk. You don't have to take on a reckless 100% amount of risk with everything that you do, but there is some level of risk that comes with any possibility of achievement. This is just the way life works. Life is set up in this way because if it was set up in another way to where you could achieve at a high level without taking on any risk, well, how would life be right now? Everybody would have a high level of achievement because there'd be no risk. Is this true or not true? Someone wants to have big muscles, what do they got to do? They have to risk, or if you want to call it that, we'll call it risk with air quotes here, putting themselves in a position where they had to put themselves through what we call eustress. And eustress, I'll give you the episode number where I actually talked about this. Eustress is the kind of stress that you put yourself under on purpose. This is the kind of stress that you put yourself, your body under when you're lifting weights, for example, or the kind of stress you put yourself under if you hire a coach or you join a mastermind group or you have an accountability partner. It's stress, but it's a positive kind of stress. It's the kind of stress that you know is going to challenge you, you know is going to push you and probably kick your ass a little bit, but you're okay with it because you're doing it on purpose voluntarily to make yourself better. Talked about creating and using stress. That's E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, not Y-O-U stress, but E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. That's called stress. Talked about in episode number 1348. It is linked down below in the show notes, wherever you're listening to this. That kind of stress, you need to take this on in order to get a big reward. Hopefully it's that kind of stress, the kind of stress that you have chosen voluntarily, but life has a funny way of throwing some distress at you sometimes every now and then just to play around with you and keep you on your toes. There is no possibility of winning without taking this on. So if you put yourself in a space or at least what you think is a safe space where you're protected from or not exposed to any danger or not exposed to any risk whatsoever, then the good thing is, well, you won't be in danger and you're not taking on any risk. That's a good thing, at least if you're correct, that there's no danger or risk in that space. Here's the problem with that. On the other side of the equation that a lot of people don't tell you about when they're trying to tell you to be safe is that it's impossible for you to win or succeed at a high level. You can't win or succeed at a high level unless you put yourself at a high level of risk, danger, or possibility of losing. This is true when we talk about if you want to start a business. It's true when you get into a relationship with someone, you have to put yourself in, you have to make yourself somewhat vulnerable to that person to where they could do something that could put you in a really bad space. That's why you got to be a very good judge of character. And that's why your skill of discernment is so important. I've referred to this episode so many times, episode 1431, your skill of perception and judgment. When we talk about how to judge character, episodes 1993 through 1995, anytime you're dealing with another person, you better be a very sharp judge of character because if you pick the wrong person to deal with, you could be paying for that for a very long time in many different ways, whether we're talking relationships, families, business connections, anything. So you're putting yourself at risk in with pretty much anything you do. Let's say you want to get in really great physical shape. You have to risk or put yourself in the 
line of stress that comes with joining the gym, going to the gym, doing those workouts every single day, hiring that trainer, paying for the gym with the risk that it might not work out or the risk that you had to give up this thing, whatever you normally do from 6 a.m. to 7.30 every day. And instead, you're in the gym from 6 a.m. to 7.30. There's an opportunity cost that comes with it. So this risk might not necessarily, you might not look at that as a real risk to you. Like You don't feel like there's any danger in that. But there's something that you had to give up in order to get this thing. And just because you gave something up, does not necessarily guarantee that you're going to get the thing that's on the other side of the equation. So that's what I mean when I say risk here. Again, it is relative. To some people, that's not a risk at all. Probably those of you who go to the gym and work out on a regular basis. But for people who don't, is that a risk? Yes, it is. Because they're undergoing a lifestyle change for something that they haven't even been interested in up to this point. So that is a risk. So all of us have to give up something in order to get something. Again, this is just the equation of how life works. The price of succeeding in life is that you must carry with it the risk of failure. The price of succeeding in life is that you must carry with it the risk of failure. When I graduated from college, I had a decision that I had made that I was going to try to make it as a professional athlete. The problem was I had no prospects, no plan for actually making it happen. Now, that is kind of a problem. Now, you want to do something that is a very ambitious goal, but you have no plan for doing it. That's a problem. But to give myself the flexibility to keep trying at it, and I tried at it for a while, over a year before I was able to make it happen. I didn't want to put myself in a position to, quote unquote, use my degree. I don't know if people still use that phrase, but you get a college degree. I didn't want to use my degree and go get a job that was related to or that required me having a college degree and because that would have probably gotten me into a serious job that I wouldn't have had the flexibility to you know, move around from or with while I was trying to make it as a basketball player. So I basically took on a couple of more basic menial level jobs just so I could have the flexibility to move around and keep doing what I wanted to do and trying to make it as a pro athlete in the process. So that's why I ended up working at a place like Foot Locker as a manager. I worked at a place like Valley Total Fitness selling gym memberships just to give myself the flexibility. So I took the risk of taking these no not quite ideal, not quite college graduate level jobs just so I could have the flexibility to try to hit this lottery of becoming a professional athlete. I wanted a job that I could easily get away from when the opportunity for basketball did come and that I could have the flexibility of, let's say I need to take a weekend and drive to Orlando like I did or drive to New Jersey, which I did, or get a day off to go to some tryout in some obscure town, which I did. All those things that I did, I wanted the flexibility to be able to do that and to where I could also you know, keep working on my game and going to the gym in between work hours. The danger in this plan, if you want to call it that, was that if it didn't work out at all, I'd be stuck with nothing going on and still stuck living in my parents' home with you know, nothing to show for my degree or all this effort and time I had put into basketball. That was the risk. The fact that it worked out, I can proudly tell you the story, and it sounds like this great hero's journey now because it worked out. But had it not worked out, I probably wouldn't be telling the story. I probably wouldn't even have the show and you wouldn't be listening to me. So that risk that I had to take on is what allowed the reward to be produced. But let me be clear, just because you take on a risk does not guarantee you're going to produce the outcome. So let me make sure I'm not leaving that part out. And I want to make sure you heard that just because you take on a risk and you give up the opportunity cost or whatever you could have had does not guarantee that you will get, nor does it, it damn sure does not mean you quote unquote deserve to get the outcome. It does not work that way. They might've told you that in school. That's because the teachers are telling you some bullshit. So if any one of your teachers told you that, don't tell them it's bullshit because you might get kicked out of class, but just keep it in mind and move on. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is stop being safe. There is safety in numbers. 
there is safety when you are amongst the crowd, when you are blending in with the group, when you are somewhere in the middle where everybody else is. There is a whole lot of safety in that situation. The challenge of being in such a space is that you are blending in amongst the masses and thus you are easily forgettable and indistinguishable from everyone else who's also there in the middle with you. This is the challenge of being safe. Yes, you can be amongst the group. You can do what everybody else is doing. You can follow the crowd. Problem with following the crowd is that you blend in and we don't really need you. You become fungible, meaning you are easily replaceable. If you're just another face in the crowd, if your face disappears, nobody's going to notice because the crowd is still the crowd. It's kind of like you take a little cup down with you to the ocean and you scoop a cup of water out of the ocean. The ocean is not going to notice that that water is missing. Now, if you take a cup of water out of, uh, let's say you got a liter of water and you scoop a cup of water out of that, then you might notice a significant difference. So when you're amongst the crowd, it's easy to blend in and it's easy to be you know, unseen. You can hide in the crowd. Problem is you can't stand out and hide at the same time. You got to pick one. Which one do you want to be? Easily forgettable, fungible, amongst the masses, indistinguishable. There are times in life when that's a good idea. But in the big picture, which one do you want? Do you want to stand out? Do you want to be different? Do you want to be irreplaceable or at least less replaceable? When you are being safe and blending in, it's impossible to stand out. I would think that if you're listening to a show called Work on Your Game, which you are right now, one of your aims on some level is to stand out in some way, shape or form when it comes to what you're doing on a professional level, or at least what you plan on doing on a professional level. So by deductive reasoning, I'm going to go out on a limb with this one. If I'm wrong, you can let me know. By deductive reasoning, I'm going to prescribe to you that you get out of the crowd, get out of the middle of the pack and allow yourself to stand out. I want you to notice my wording there. Allow yourself to stand out. You don't have to make yourself stand out. There are sometimes you will, but just by getting out of the crowd, just by not doing what everybody else is doing, you have allowed yourself to stand out. You have positioned yourself to stand out. And this requires, if you're going to stand out from the crowd, this requires you putting yourself in a little bit of danger. Again, depending on how you look at it. If you want to call it danger, it's not usually real physical danger, like somebody's going to you know, beat you up or a saber tooth tiger is going to jump out of the forest and eat you alive. It's not that kind of danger. It's more a psychological danger. And that psychological danger is actually more pernicious, especially for people in the world that we live in today. We're not talking to caveman days. The psychological danger is the thing that slows people down more these days than there is actual physical danger. Anyone who's listening to this show right now, you have access to data or Wi-Fi. You got a smartphone. Uh, you are living, compared to the entire world, most humans who are alive, you are living in relative luxury. Everyone who's listening to this right now, even if you think you're not living in luxury, compared to most of the world, you are living in luxury, which means the following. That danger that we, as you know, back in the caveman days, we had wired into us because we could literally die by eating the berries off the wrong tree or running into the wrong caveman crew or running into a saber-toothed tiger or whatever else out there could have killed us, or a wrong sickness that we didn't have you no know, medicines for back in the day. We still have those fears within us, but now instead of focusing on those things, those physical dangers, now we just turn them inward and it, we call it anxiety, or we call it stress. We have, you know, nowadays, so many people have mental health challenges. I'm not trivializing it. People do because they don't have anywhere to direct that stress. They don't have anywhere to direct that anxiety, so you end up directing it inward. And this is why so many people have challenges with mental health these days, because they have nowhere to direct that anxiety. So this psychological danger that I'm talking about is a real thing. It's a serious thing. And some of you are dealing with it right now. I know this for a fact because I get your text messages. Most of the time when I ask people, what are your biggest challenges? 
99% of the time, let me not say 99% of the time. I could say 100. Let's say 95% of the time. When I ask someone what's their biggest challenge, it almost always invariably relates to something internal. It's something internal and mental. It is not physically, hey, Dre, I need to get in. I'm not in my best shape. That's my biggest challenge. The biggest challenge might be they need to get in shape, but the challenge with getting in shape is not that they don't know where the gym is at, it's that they're too lazy or not consistent enough or disciplined enough to actually take their ass to the gym and do something about it. See, that's the mental challenge. It may be a physical symptom, but it's a mental challenge. You understand what I'm saying? So this psychological danger is a real thing. And that psychological danger is the closest that any of us usually these days ever comes to any serious danger in our lives is a psychological danger. And that psychological danger is enough often to scare us right back to where it's safe, scare us right back into safety. So let me summarize everything I just explained to you right there. I want to make sure you got it. We are not usually, for the most part these days in the world that we live in, any type of physical danger on a consistent basis. But we do have anxiety within us. It's wired in us as humans. We don't have anywhere to go with it. So there's nowhere to displace it. So what we do is we turn it inward. It becomes psychological danger. So the danger, quote unquote, of standing out from the crowd, of being different, of being unique, of trying to lead the field instead of following everybody else. There's psychological danger that comes with that. And that psychological danger is often enough to scare people out of their own lives and send them right back to following behind the crowd or blending in with everyone else just so they don't have to face the psychological danger of being different from everyone else. This is a real thing that happens all the time with people. This danger can be something as simple as you sell a product and you sell it for $100 because that's what everybody else is selling that same product for. And I say, hey, well, let's start charging $1,000 for that product. That's psychological danger for some people. There are people who I've worked with directly who I have these similar conversations. I might be using different numbers, but it's a similar thing. They're offering something for X. I say, why don't you start asking for 10X for the very thing that you're selling? And that's psychological danger for some people because of their mindsets around certain things like money or about asking for things or about their personal value. That becomes psychological danger or just aiming for something higher than what they normally aim for is psychological danger for people. Many people see it as dangerous to go against the grain of what, quote unquote, everyone else is doing. This psychological danger for people standing out in his course called Lead the Field. There's a man by the name of Earl Nightingale. Some of you may be familiar with him. If you're not, go look him up. His name is spelled just how it sounds. Earl Nightingale. There's two things I want you to look up. He has a tape, very famous tape called The Strangest Secret. That whole tape is 36 minutes of audio. Go look it up. It's on YouTube. It's on all your streaming services, those on Apple, Spotify, all that. Just look up Earl Nightingale. Everything you see with his name, listen to all of it. All right, don't even. So The Strangest Secret, listen to that one first, about 36 minutes. There's another one called Lead the Field. That one's a little bit longer. One of the things that Earl Nightingale said in Lead the Field, and Earl, by the way, he's one of the forefathers on the foundational people in this whole personal development space, in case you never heard of him. But in Lead the Field, Earl Nightingale said, if you step into a space and you, you know, kind of want to get in that game, but you don't know what to do and you don't know where to begin. And I hear from people who have this challenge all the time. I want to do this, but I don't know how to start. Here's what you do. Look around at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. You step into a space. You don't know what to do. Look around at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. That sounds good, right? I don't know. Some of you it does. It's a lot harder to execute on this when you realize that when you do the opposite of everybody else, you all immediately you become isolated and you're the only one doing things one way while everybody else is doing it a different way. This is the psychological danger 
that stops most people in their tracks and keeps them from ever doing anything that would allow them to stand out. See what I mean? Give you an example. Look at every or what has happened to every or many, let's just say many doctors who have come out. These are doctors, literal scientists who have come out and expressed any opinions or ideas or beliefs or even facts that they can prove that do not jibe with the mainstream narrative about the COVID virus over the last couple of years. What's happened to those doctors? They've been, at least people tried to cancel them, attack them, kick them out of whatever organizations, not listen to them anymore, just attack their character, attack their career accomplishments, kick them out of whatever group, not publish their work in any other place. This has happened to people because they didn't go along with the narrative. This is a person standing out and going against the grain. This is what happens to people. Look at what happens to any teacher who is working at a school and the school is telling them they need to teach a certain thing or expect a certain thing or advocate for a certain thing that they just don't believe in and just with their personal character. What happens to those teachers? They get fired. They lose their jobs. Look what happened to a podcaster like Joe Rogan. And if any of you who hasn't heard of Joe, look him up. You can read about what happened to him when he has a very popular podcast. It's named after himself. And he has guests on his show every episode, really long, in-depth conversations. And he had several scientists on his show who on from both sides of the, let's just say, the COVID virus conversation. And he had a few on there who were questioning the mainstream narrative. And the workers who work at Spotify, Joe's show is hosted by Spotify. He has a big contract with them because of the popularity of his show. The workers who work at Spotify try to get Joe's show canceled off of Spotify because the workers didn't agree with the fact that Joe hosted doctors, literal scientists who did not agree with the mainstream narrative about the virus. Can you believe how crazy does that sound? But that is a real thing that happened. These people, again, literal scientists, these are workers who work at Spotify. So these are people who you know program computers and who knows, sweep floors and clean the windows or whatever else they do, you know, sell ad space for Spotify. What qualifications do they have in the medical field? Zero. But someone who has qualifications in the medical field came on and offered a belief that is based in their scientific study that goes against what these workers at Spotify decided to believe in. And they wanted to get Joe Rogan canceled because they didn't like what that scientist said about science. What sense does that make? Of course, it makes no sense whatsoever. This goes into a deeper conversation on a whole other subject. But this is what happens. This is my point. This is the type of psychological danger you put yourself in when you go against the grain. When you go against the grain of what people choose to believe, even when they have no credibility whatsoever to be questioning you and your credibility, this is what they try to do. And this has happened over and over and over again. And this happens all the time in all different spaces. I'm just using some examples that many of you may be able to relate to or may be familiar with. But this happens to people all the time when you go against the grain. So I'm making sure that you understand when you follow my advice here today and stop being safe and go against the grain. These kind of things that you are putting yourself in line of possibly happening to you. So don't say that I didn't tell you. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, stop being safe. Other people have the same addiction to safety that you have. All humans have some form of addiction to safety. Some of us have just learned to kick that addiction and others are controlled by it still. But since other people have that fear of safety and I mean that addiction to safety and conversely the fear of danger, here's what you can do. You can use it to your advantage by making yourself more dangerous. I mean, think about it. If all humans, if you believe me, that all humans have some addiction to safety and a fear of danger, What's the quickest, easiest way for you to get people to move out of your way, 
to follow behind you, to listen to what you say and just you know, not give you any type of friction is for you to become a more and more dangerous person because the more dangerous you are, the more people will fear you. The less you need safety that the group offers you, the less they can control you because they don't have anything that you need or want. So you can flip this around. So anything that I ever tell you here on the show that I point out as a normal piece of the human condition that may be a weakness, you can flip it around and start using it against other people because just as much as it applies to you, it applies to everybody else too. So this is the mental alchemy that I want you to undergo when you listen to what I talk about here on the show. It's not just this topic, it's every topic that if this is something that afflicts you, it afflicts other people as well. So use it against them instead of just worrying about how it's hurting you. Here's what will happen when you become a more dangerous person. You will make other people get out of your way. They will clear a path for you and stop blocking you. And it will help you to reach success that much more easily by not being safe, just by being dangerous. Not because you are that much better, not because you are even good, not because you work hard, not because you're a good person, not because you believe in yourself. Maybe those things are true, but those are not the reason why it will happen. It will happen simply because you have a clear path. There's nothing in your way, nobody in your way, simply because you're so dangerous that nobody wants to find out what will happen if they try to get in your way. Simple paradox of life, people. This is why you got to understand the formulas of how things work in life. And it's usually not the formulas that your school teachers taught you because most of them are addicted to safety and afraid of danger just as much as you are, if not more. Usually the older people get, the more afraid of danger they become. Just a simple rule of thumb. So the older the person, the easier you can tap into their fears once you find out what they are because they're less willing to change. They're less malleable and less mentally flexible in my experience. So what will happen is you will create your own lane just by doing the opposite of what everybody else is trying so hard to do, i.e. the opposite of being safe. And yes, this is just as simple as it sounds, but the psychological challenge of going against the grain, that's the hard part. That's the part that people can't get their minds around. This is why so few people do this, even though I'm making it sound so simple. It is that simple. It's just not easy because, again, the psychological part, the brain, it controls everything from the neck down. And that's what slows most people down in life. Point number four topic once again today is stop being safe. Number four, the most dangerous person in the room is the person who has the least to lose. The most dangerous person in the room is the person who has the least to lose. This is why a wounded animal or an animal that you back into a corner usually becomes very, very dangerous. Even animals that normally wouldn't hurt anybody, they become very dangerous because at that moment they're going off instinct and they realize that there's nothing else that they can lose except their lives. Thus, they will fight to the death. When human beings go against the grain these days, what's the first thing people do to them? You know the answer. What's the first thing that happens to somebody who goes against the grain? What happened to Joe Rogan when he hosted some people on his show who offered an opinion and went against the grain? What happened to those people who came on his show and went against the grain? What happens to anyone who tries to go against the grain? People try to cancel you these days, right? That's the first thing people do. Let's kick me. Let's get them fired from their job. Let's get them banned off of a social media platform. Let's get them kicked off of whatever deal they have. Let's get whatever contracts they have null and void. Whatever they have, let's try to kick them out of it to scare them, either to be an example to everybody else or threaten them with cancellation to scare them out of sharing the opinions that they have or scare them out of going against the grain the way that they are right now. Isn't that the first thing people do when they disagree with you these days? They try to cancel you, to shut you up. And if that doesn't work, what do they do? They try to kick you off of a platform so you don't have a megaphone from which you can share your views. If that doesn't work, then they, let's say they can't cancel you, they can't scare you. So then what they'll do is they'll label everything that you say as some negative thing. They'll put some label on you to anything you say, oh, is that person? Oh, they're this, they're that. So anything they say is incorrect. So now, yeah, they can talk, but anything they say, we already know we don't have to listen to it. This is what people do. Is this true or not? 
So now they can just dismiss anything that you say or do outright without even looking at it because you have the quote unquote wrong point of view. The most dangerous person is the one who is least susceptible to any of the above scare tactics. When none of those things can stop you, that's when you become unstoppable. The thing that I didn't like, you look at somebody like Joe Rogan, the thing that I least liked about what happened with the Joe Rogan situation is that he offered a mea culpa to the people who were trying to cancel him. There was a group of scientists and doctors and professors and whoever, a bunch of and people with no credibility whatsoever, who signed a letter, basically a petition that wanted to cancel Joe Rogan and basically go against him and rebuke him because they didn't like the fact that he had, quote unquote, platformed these people who had the, quote unquote, wrong ideas, which makes no sense. Like a bunch of people, who cares if somebody wants to share an opinion? Someone wants to share an opinion that's different from your opinion, then you should let them share it. If their perspective is wrong, then the more they share it, the worse they're going to look. You don't want to shut them up. You want to let them keep going. Napoleon Bonaparte said this, never interrupt an enemy who's in the process of making a mistake. If someone is messing up, let them keep messing up. Just let them hang themselves. Give them enough rope to hang themselves. Robert Greene talked about this in the 33 Strategies of War. You don't try to stop somebody from killing themselves. If they're an enemy, you want them to kill themselves. That's a bloodless victory. So these idiots are trying to cancel people and deplatform them for having ideas they disagree with when the very thing they should do is let them keep talking. If the ideas are really as dumb as they think they are, then that person will expose themselves the more they talk. You shut them up, you're stopping them from making a mistake which is very, very poor strategy. But again, this is what happens when people are driven by emotion and feminine energy instead of being driven by strategy, thinking, and masculine energy. But again, different conversation for a different day. You want to hear my conversation where I talked about how we bring masculine energy back. That was episode 1863, how we bring masculinity back. Let's recap today's class, which is how to stop being safe. Point number one, there is no reward without risk, no possibility for success without the possibility of failure. The price of succeeding in life is that you must carry with it the risk of failing. And if you are not willing to do that, then there is only so much success you are making yourself eligible to achieve. Point number two, yes, there is safety in numbers. There is safety when being amongst the group, when you're in the crowd. The problem is you are easily forgettable, indistinguishable, and easily replaceable. If you want to be those things, then go ahead and hide in the crowd. If you want to be different, you have to step outside the crowd and go against the grain. The challenge of doing that is the psychological danger that comes with being isolated. Isolation is dangerous. Isolation is a challenge. And isolation is not for everybody because most people are not mentally built. They don't have the mental toughness to deal with doing something different from what everybody else does. This is why most people, even very smart, accomplished, and capable people, usually follow the crowd and do what they're told simply because they can't deal with the psychological danger that comes with doing anything other than that. Earl Nightingale said, and lead the field, if you want to stand out. All you got to do is look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. That's an easy way to get started in any field, even when you don't know what to do. Number three, other people had the same addiction to safety and fear of danger that you have. So use it to your advantage by flipping it around and making yourself more dangerous. The immediate result of this is that people will move out of your way and they will not stop you from doing what you want to do because they are afraid of the danger that you represent. Point number four, the most dangerous person in the room is the person who has the least to lose. This is like the wounded animal or the animal that you corner because they know they can't lose anything else but their lives and they'll fight to the death. And what happens to humans these days when they go against the grain and do something different than everyone else? People want to cancel you, deplatform you, label everything you say as negative or misinformation or take away your microphone or your megaphone so you can't say anything. And if that doesn't work, they'll try to label anything you say outright as, as something bad, just so they're telling everybody you shouldn't listen to anything this person says, even though they have a right to say it. The most dangerous person in the world is the person who is least susceptible 
to any of these scare or cancellation tactics. What I want you to do, or what I really want you to think about here today is how susceptible are you to these tactics? How susceptible are you to someone trying to shut you up, cancel you, make you afraid, scare you out of your life, out of your actions, out of your opinions, out of your beliefs, out of who you want to be as a person? The more someone can scare you out of it, the less dangerous you are, the more replaceable you become. All this said, text me to get my daily motivation every day. My number is 305-384-6894. When you're ready to take the next step, and I think you are, next thing you need to do is be getting my monthly Bulletproof Bulletin magazine that I send out every single month to everyone who is subscribed. I'll give you your first issue for free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. If you just go to bulletproofbulletin.com, by the time you hear this episode, that website will be live. It's not live right now, but it will be live by the time you hear this. So go to bulletproofbulletin.com. I'll give you your first episode for your first issue of the magazine for free. And every month, I'm going to send you another one. And I'm going to give you a bunch of bonuses to make this an offer that you can't refuse. So go to bulletproofbulletin.com. Next step is getting into my Bulletproof Mastermind, my monthly coaching program. That is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.